Hello and welcome back to Teach Me To, a podcast from Eastside City Church. Thanks for joining us once again. I am your host, Peter Matheson, and with me today is Paul Nguyen, and he is the media director of our church. Paul, thank you for being here. Oh, thanks, Peter, for having me. Super excited. As always, our goal is that whether you are a new Jesus follower or you're seasoned in the ways of Jesus, that there will be something for you in this podcast. Today is episode six, What Do We Pray? Wow, we've come a long way so far in talking about prayer. We've been answering the question, why do we pray? And last week we focused on who we pray to. But today we finally get to the meat of what it is that we say, that when we pray, what are the words that we say? What are the topics that we want to pray Mm -hmm. into? So now that we've kind of covered having the right motivation so that we want to pray, and then when we follow the example of Jesus and we begin to pray well, it kind of leads us to this question Mm of, well, what do we say? Yeah, it's uh, a lot of believers that I've talked to over the years. We all, there's all these different, and I'll have kind of like a a very similar question or thought, you know, like, Mm -hmm. how, how do I pray? How do I communicate? to God, right? To another, you know, another being, right? right? So, and it's, it's really interesting to see that there's a lot of people that actually have this questions or these thoughts and you see it struggle throughout history. How do we pray to God? Well, and if you've ever found yourself uh, beginning to pray and then kind of like two minutes later, you're starting to feel like, mm-hmm. and what do I say? I feel like I'm running out of content here. Yeah, I'm not yeah. really sure. Some people might just go on and on and on. Uh, but I do know that I've seen in my own life at times where uh, I'm only a few minutes into praying, but it feels like I've prayed for a long time mm-hmm. and I'm kind of trying to figure out what do I say next? Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like you're just running out of steam and just wondering like, yeah, like I'm, do I, do I keep on going? Do I stop? Yeah. It's mm-hmm. a lot of questions. So that's kind of what we're going to be covering mm-hmm. today. Uh, looking at what do we pray? So we're going to start with a trip through the Bible to look at some of the great prayers that are prayed in the Bible. So uh, we've got examples mm-hmm. in the Bible of people praying, like Abraham, who prayed for Sodom and Gomorrah to be spared, where he had this back and forth with God, mm-hmm. where he was asking again and again for this city and the people of the city of Sodom and Gomorrah to be spared. Uh, then we have an example that we're going to come back to actually later on mm-hmm. okay. of Hannah. Yeah. Uh, and her prayer to have a child. And that's recorded mm-hmm. uh, in the Bible in 1 Samuel. Uh, we also have examples like the prayer of Jabez, which was very popular about 20 years ago. Uh, and <laughs> the prayer of Jabez is, Jabez. bless me, enlarge my territory, be with me, keep me from evil, that I may not cause pain. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so this short little prayer that has had a, a big impact in mm-hmm. people's lives. Interesting. Yeah. Then uh, we've got examples that... Uh, some Christians would be aware of, like Hezekiah's prayer as he was dying, that he was asking for uh, God to spare Mm -hmm. him for more Mm -hmm. years. Uh, Solomon prayed for wisdom. Uh, In the Psalms, 
are full of different prayers that David prayed. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could think of Jonah when he was in the belly of the beast and his long prayer uh, that he wrote out. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we've got the Lord's Prayer, yeah. which we're going to look at. Paul's prayers in Ephesians. Uh, so Paul is praying that the Ephesian church would know the riches that they have in Christ. Mm-hmm. And even Jesus, there's some great prayers that we can look yeah. at, like in John chapter 17, uh, Jesus' priestly prayer, uh, or something else like in uh, 3 John, John prays this simple prayer saying, Beloved, I pray that in all respects you may prosper and be in good health just as your soul mm-hmm. prospers. So we see these different examples of written prayers in the Bible, some that are short, some mm-hmm. that are long, some that are poetic some that kind of just come out of the overflow of what they're thinking or experiencing yeah. in that moment. Yeah. Uh, and the, uh, the Dake Annotated Reference Bible contains a list of 222 mm-hmm. prayers in mm-hmm. the Bible, which is a specific list of all the just recorded prayers in the Bible. Okay. There's 176 Old Testament prayers, 46 in the New Testament, uh, and that doesn't even include all the other mentions of prayer in the Bible where people yeah. say like that they were praying or I pray this for you, but it doesn't actually list out yeah. the actual words. That's just the written prayers in the Bible. Yeah. Sometimes I find it interesting just when I am reading the word of God, uh, you kind of either like stumble across a prayer or sometimes you don't even realize that you're actually reading through a, par- a prayer and it's just like part of the narration that's going on. And then it kind of surprises you like, oh yeah, he was... He was praying. Um, I thought that's kind of interesting. There, there seems to be a lot of prayers like that are spoken in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Like we kind of have to dig for some like instructions on how to pray, but there are plenty of examples already in the Word of God of people praying even in different styles. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. Well, what do people in the Bible in these like two hundred and twenty-two different written prayers that we have? What do people in the Bible talk to God about? And uh, Paul, why don't you handle this section here? Well, I think from a biblical perspective, they they definitely ask for for what they need, so their daily bread. Um, An example that comes to mind is um, Abraham, when he was fervently praying for a bride for Isaac. Um, That's a good example. Uh, They also complain about or they, yeah, they pray, complain about what is what is hard in life or what they're experiencing. Mm-hmm. Uh, a story comes to mind when uh, Jonah, uh, when he was praying and he, he even prayed to die because he was just so frustrated with the right. city of Nineveh, right? That's, that was a prayer in of itself. And I think a lot of us find that kind of surprising that he would pray for that. Mm-hmm. But it really just shows kind of the human characteristics of some of these people in the Bible and just the real anguish. Yeah, and somebody like Jonah, who's in his darkest moment, where he is in the belly of the beast, and Mm -hmm. uh, he kind of hits that rock bottom, but yet there's this prayer that he has. Even as he's complaining, uh, they are directing their complaints to God. Yeah, yeah, that's it's amazing. Um, They're also praying for uh, blessings, like the Psalms are just loaded with, uh, mm-hmm. with just prayer and praise. I think um, in 50 of David's Psalms, he, he's praying for just various blessings for him and his family. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're also praying for healing, divine healing, and just um, 
for God to touch them physically on mm-hmm. their bodies, like Moses praying for uh, his his sister Miriam when she had leprosy. Mm-hmm. Uh, even Hezekiah, he praying for himself and uh, his illness. Uh, that was a great example of um, of just uh, lifting up like very human, very right. very real prayers to God, and even God answering. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also have examples of just. Uh, guidance and revelations uh seeking god out mm-hmm. and uh you see also prayers of victory kind of yeah like, praying for victory praying for victory yeah. um over then, there like enemies and yeah. think of all the battles and uh things that we see oh, in yeah. the old testament or or times when god's people were being mm-hmm. oppressed and they're crying out to him asking for god to give them yeah. victory yeah and that's just like it's super encouraging to see that uh and on that note you also see them Praying for judgment and for for vengeance, for right. vindication against the, their their uh, their enemies mm-hmm. and their oppressors. So you just see some real some real language, right, and real emotion in some of these prayers and how they're trying to, um, uh, yeah, uh, pray for for judgment and vengeance. And mm-hmm. the Psalms and prophets, you see that all sprinkled throughout the Bible. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even you see uh, deliverance. Deliverance is also right. a uh, a good one to uh, rescue them from their their troubles and, mm-hmm. and all that. Uh, yeah, a lot of things. You see, uh, like, um, uh, prayer about health and, uh, and forgiveness. And then, mm. of course, Thanksgiving and worship. You definitely see a lot of that just, like, right. just really a back and forth of them just acknowledging and celebrating who God is. Mm-hmm. And it's great for us to be able to look at these prayers and to identify these different topics and this whole kind of range mm-hmm. of different things that people are talking to God about. And because sometimes we might have questions about, well, like, should I be praying for myself for healing? Should somebody else pray for yeah. me? So we see kind of both of those examples, yeah, you see praying examples. for others, praying for yourself, uh, even for some of these things like we're seeing, um, judgment or victory <laughs> or deliverance or from any of the the mm-hmm. situations that we find ourselves in the the difficult times mm-hmm. that we can pray about anything you can pray about anything yeah. everything yeah and we see really a, a whole range of this you see in a the great Bible. example of that in the scriptures for sure and we mentioned uh before uh the prayer of jesus or the lord's okay. prayer and kind of looking at even how we have named this podcast teach me to pray really comes from that idea of Jesus's disciples asking Mm -hmm. Jesus to teach them to pray. And uh, we know that Jesus's disciples were these firsthand witnesses to what Jesus was doing, to the miracles that he performed, and also to being able to hear the prayers that he prayed. And there were times that Jesus would go and pray alone by himself, But it was after uh, a time of uh, prayer in Luke chapter 11 in verse 1, where his disciples came to Jesus and they said, Lord, teach us to pray. Mm. And so as we're talking about teach me to pray, we want to look at this example of the Lord's prayer and how Jesus instructed his disciples about prayer. And so uh, this is found in uh, Luke chapter 11, we see it. It's also in Matthew chapter 6, and I'm going to read the passage from Matthew 6. I'm going to just read to us uh, verse 7 to verse 13, and Jesus is saying, when you pray, don't babble on and on as the Gentiles do. 
They think their prayers are answered merely by repeating their words again and again. Don't be like them, for your Father knows exactly what you need even before you ask Him. Then in verse 9, He says, Pray like this, Our Father in heaven, may your name be kept holy. May your kingdom come soon. May your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today the food we need and forgive us our sins as we have forgiven those who sin against us. And don't let us yield to temptation, but rescue us from the evil one. Hmm. I think it's really interesting how Jesus gives this example of prayer to his disciples. Uh, and he begins by talking about this idea of don't, don't just babble on and on, mm-hmm. and don't just think that like repeating things and saying it over and over is going to, to make things happen. Uh, but he lays out this kind of pattern of prayer. He lays out what's relatively a short prayer. Yeah. Um, and within that, there's so much um, riches for us to kind of continue to yeah. delve. Even 2,000 years later, people are still examining this prayer that Jesus prayed and mm-hmm. trying to help themselves understand more about how to pray. Yeah, it's, it's short, but it's very complete, very holistic. It covers a lot of a lot of things, mm-hmm. which is what I like. It's like a, it's like a carefully chosen poem or something like that, that just, yeah. you know, it's been handpicked. It's been, yeah, it's, it's, it's a great prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, I noticed that, uh, uh, there's no, for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. That's kind of a, uh, you see that a lot in Christian culture. I'm kind of curious well, about that. Yeah. That's something uh, to bring up because when I was a kid, uh, my parents had a poster that was framed. It, it lived in the bathroom. <laughs> okay. And it was the Lord's Prayer. Because you prayer. may need the Lord's Prayer well, you in never the bathroom. Know. You never know. And uh, But I remember growing up as a kid, seeing it, reading it, and of course it included that last uh, part of the verse mm-hmm. where it talks about, for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. And as we were just reading our passage here, and if you're reading uh, from a modern translation, you won't find that yeah, in there. Okay. And so sometimes people have questions yeah. about that or, or why that's the case or uh, what's going on here. Uh, but it's because it's not found in the earliest original manuscripts, and it's not included in Luke's version of the prayer. And so it's not included here in modern translations hmm. uh, in how we look at the Lord's Prayer. So that's something for us just to, to know and to recognize as can, we continue to have more uh, scholarly research and looking at uh, the ancient manuscripts yeah. that we have and understanding more um, about the Bible, that uh, it's important for us to understand too, like if you grew up praying that, like all of those things are, are true. Mm-hmm. All of those things are good, and we continue to believe that it's God's kingdom and his power and his glory forever and ever. Uh, and so we can include that in our prayers, uh, but I did want to just mention that uh, for any who had questions okay. about why, wait, why don't I find that in some of the more modern mm-hmm, translations. Mm-hmm. All right, so we're looking at what do we pray? And so we could look at this uh, Lord's Prayer as something that we just repeat over and over again, memorize those words and pray them again and again. But the Lord's Prayer is better served as an outline that shows us how to pray. 
And so when we look at the Lord's Prayer in this light, then we can begin prayer with praise and thanksgiving. And so that kind of becomes that part where Jesus is saying, holy is your name. And it leads us into uh, the next section after our praise and our thanksgiving uh, into authority and yielding. Mm. And so we look at the authority that God has where we're praying, may your kingdom come soon and may your will be done on earth as it is in heaven is that we're yielding to his authority. And so that would be part of the pattern of prayer. And then we're asking for God's provision. And so when we're praying, give us today the food that we need, then we're coming to him with our requests, with the things that we need, the things that we need for today, the things that are urgent, the mm -hmm. things that are on our mind. But we're doing that after we have yielded our will to God's will, after we've recognized his authority, after we've already began with praise and with thanksgiving. So we want to put things in their proper place. It's mm -hmm. not just coming to God with, here's my list of requests and my petitions, but it's beginning as Jesus did with praise, with thanksgiving, and yielding to God's authority. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then after we're asking for the things that we need, then it, it covers relationships. And so we're talking and praying through about uh, asking God to forgive us our sins as we have forgiven those who sin against mm -hmm. us. And so it's our relationship with God and the things that uh, where we've missed the mark, where we've fallen short, where mm -hmm. we've made those wrong choices, uh, that we want to ask for forgiveness from God, and that we also need to forgive others. And so we're looking at our relationships, and we're looking at the people that we interact with, and we pray into those things. Mm -hmm. And there's a, a component of spiritual warfare as well, where we're looking at praying and saying, God, don't uh, let us yield to temptation, but rescue us from the evil one. Mm -hmm. And so recognizing that that is an important part of our prayer is that we know that there is temptation out there. There are things that are trying to pull us mm -hmm. in the wrong yeah. direction, and we need to be rescued. We need to be saved. We know that God has given us Jesus. He is our Savior. Mm -hmm. And so we cover all of these different topics, and we use the Lord's Prayer as an outline as we approach prayer to make sure that we're covering all these different things mm -hmm. that come up in our lives. Mm -hmm. Now, one of the things uh, that we find when we pray, and anybody who's been around prayer or pray, prayed a fair bit, uh, often people will end their prayers by saying, Amen. Amen. <laughs> and uh, I, as we were studying and preparing for this, the question came up of, well, why do we do that? Why mm -hmm. do we end our prayers by saying amen? And so amen is used in the New Testament as an affirmative response to a statement or a wish made by others. And uh, that part is a quote from the Holman Illustrated Bible Dictionary. So in the Old Testament, part of the way the word is used is to affirm what has been said or prayed. And so when we're saying amen, we're saying it in agreement. We're mm -hmm. affirming, yeah, mm -hmm. I like that prayer that you're praying. I'm in agreement with you. Like, so I say amen. Yeah. Or as we hear sometimes when people are preaching, if somebody says an amen, they're, they're agreeing, they're affirming. It would almost be like the listeners said. would be the ones saying amen mm -hmm. as opposed to the speaker. But they would use it in their writings as right. well because Jesus. Uh, said amen, 
at the beginning of his statements, not at the end. So mm. he would say, amen, like, I'm going to tell you something that's true, something that you need to, to know and pay attention to. So he said, amen, I say to you. Okay. Uh, Jesus does this to emphasize his authority mm. uh, and the authority of what he was saying. And so, uh, and in uh, Revelation chapter three, Jesus is called the amen. Mm-hmm. And uh, so amen isn't just a way to signify that you're finished praying. Uh, we use that. That's often how <laughs> yeah, I, I yeah. use the word amen. Uh, but you don't have to end your prayers uh, with amen. It's not like they just keep running like you forgot to hit stop on a recorder <laughs> or something if you yeah. didn't end it with amen. Uh, but saying amen can also mean let it be so. Mm-hmm. And so if someone else is praying then you would agree with them by saying, hey, let it be so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, amen. Amen to that prayer that I hear Paul praying right now. I'm saying amen. I'm saying, I I want to see that happen. Let it be so. Let it be that way. In Christian culture, it's almost slightly comical where we even add more to amen. Mm -hmm. We'll say, in Jesus' name, amen. Right, yeah, Or or let it be so, amen. And it's Mm kind of just now been part of uh, what we do. That's right. It's kind of cool. Yeah, and you can feel good about ending your prayers by yeah. saying amen, because uh, sure. Paul even ended some of his letters with amen. So that's kind of why so we can say... So I end my emails with amen. That's right. I, all my text messages absolutely. with amen. <laughs> I think you absolutely it could, work. could. Let it be so. Let it be so. Yeah. Oh, very cool. All right. Uh, so... Well, let's just, I want to quickly make mention of different forms of prayer. This kind of came up already in uh, the Lord's Prayer as we're talking about the outline of prayer. But here's some different forms of prayer that we can see uh, as we're talking about what do we pray. So there's adoration. And so our prayer in part is to adore God. Mm -hmm. And so we're praying as we're praising him, we're uh, giving him our adoration. And then there's the element of prayer that would be confession. And so, God, I need to admit what I've done wrong. I need mm-hmm. to share this. I need to unload or unburden myself mm-hmm. of these things. And then another form of prayer would be thanks or thanksgiving. So I'm, I'm thankful to you, mm-hmm. God. I'm recognizing what you've done, and so I'm stopping to say thank you. And then in prayer, another form of prayer would be supplication. Mm-hmm or petition, bringing your request. Hey, here's what I need. God, I'm asking you to do this. God, I need you to move on my behalf. God, I'm, I'm coming to you again and again, persistently asking. Mm. And then uh, the last one that I just want to emphasize here would be intercession, praying for others, yeah. not just praying for ourselves, but praying for others. We're going to talk about that uh, more uh, later on as well. Mm-hmm. It seems like these uh, these forms of prayers are just kind of they they highlight like the Lord's prayer and just specific points within. That's right. The Lord's prayer is kind of just we can a general see it all kind of like yeah we're highlighting yeah Lord's thanks prayer. or adoration. These are kind of like the different highlights that are done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Oh, cool. All right. Let's take a moment just to talk about praying the word. Okay. As uh, we've seen in the Bible, there are so many great prayers. So many different mm-hmm. prayers that we can pray, even the Lord's Prayer, where we can take those same words that others prayed and we yep. can pray them, or we can take verses that we sure. find in the Bible, promises, uh, things that speak to us, 
and turn those into a prayer. And so uh, Matthew Henry, he was uh, a great Bible commentator, and he confined his prayers almost entirely to the language of Scripture. And I'm going to read this from uh, Reading the Bible for Transformation. It's by Brian Cosby. Uh, And so this is quoted by him. It says, he advised the sacred dialect should be most used. Praying the word of God to God not only provides God-honoring language, but also transforms our souls in the process. That by praying scripture, we appropriate its truth in our thoughts and affections, which renews our minds and draws us heavenward. Those who experience the severity of suffering who don't seem to have the words to offer in prayer, can turn to Holy Writ and let God's word become theirs. Or if you are seeking words to lift your affections, you can take a familiar text, say Psalm 23, and begin, Lord, if you are my shepherd, how can I be in want? If you are my shepherd, you will feed me, lead me, and take care of me. Thank you, God, that I can call you my shepherd. Filling our prayers with God's word transforms our heart by reflecting back to him the holiness and beauty of his revealed truth. Mm -hmm. So we can take God's word, Mm -hmm. what God has said, and we can turn it into a prayer back to God, Mm -hmm. taking his promises, what he has said, and returning it to him as a prayer. Yeah, there are a lot of beautiful prayers in the Bible, and I think it's 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 really cool how we can just take that and then just apply it in our lives and make that our prayer. A lot of uh, a lot of a lot of Christian songs and worship music they do like derive like yeah uh, um, straight from the Bible, straight from mm-hmm. the Psalms or from uh, from a prayer, and they just you know they convert it into music that's relevant for today. So I think it's the same way how we can take prayers in the Bible. Yeah, right and repeat it, right? And that becomes our prayer. Or alter it, right? To make it more fitting to our needs and uh, our current situation. Yeah, even as we saw in the, that example of Psalm 23. Yeah, that 23. Not necessarily written directly as a prayer, but something we turn sure. into a prayer. It could be turned into a prayer. Yeah, that's a cool way for sure. All right, well, we're coming towards the end uh, here, but I want to take it just a few moments to talk about uh, how we could pray other people's prayers. Mm. So maybe you have a, a prayer book. Maybe there's a, a devotional that you have a, or a common book of prayer. Yeah. And so these kind of pre-written prayers that people have uh, prayed, good Christians who loved God have written out these prayers, and we could take those mm-hmm. and we could read them, and it might give us some new ideas or some different ways to, to talk to God or uh, things to pray about. Uh, but I also want to kind of look at that and also look at Hannah's prayer hmm. that we mentioned earlier in 1 Samuel chapter 1, because Hannah's prayer was very different from something that was pre-written, mm-hmm. something that was like when you sit down at a desk and you, you know, take your time and you choose the right very words scripted. and you, yeah, you find yeah. something, beauty, you create this you beautiful poem. and all that. Yeah. But <laughs> Hannah's prayer was messy and it was authentic yeah. and she poured her heart out. Well, they thought she the was Lord. drunk. I mean, absolutely. That must be a crazy prayer if you think that you're drunk. That's right. And so it's uh, what does it look like in our lives to mix up the messy, authentic prayers, mm-hmm. but also finding formal times to pray? 
So let me read this to you. It's 1 Samuel chapter 1, verse 9 to 10. And it says, Once after a sacrificial meal at Shiloh, Hannah got up and went to pray. Eli the priest was sitting at his customary place beside the entrance of the tabernacle. Hannah was in deep anguish, crying bitterly mm-hmm. as she prayed to the Lord. And then verse 15 to 18 Uh, She said, oh, no, sir, she replied, I haven't been drinking wine or anything stronger, just as you had mentioned, Paul, that uh, he thought she was drunk. She says, but I am very discouraged, and I was pouring out my heart to the Lord. Don't think I am a wicked woman, for I have been praying out of great anguish and sorrow. Verse 17, in that case, Eli said, go in peace. May the God of Israel grant the request you have asked of him. Oh, thank you, sir, she exclaimed. Then she went back and began to eat again, and she was no longer sad. Mm. And so here's Hannah, and she is, in a a messy way, pouring out her heart. She is discouraged. She is sad. Mm -hmm. She is going through such a difficult season and time in her life, and yet she's drawn to prayer. Mm -hmm. So she's not just keeping it inside of herself, but she's taking it to God, and she's not sitting down and and writing out some nice poem about her feelings. No, she's taking all of the raw emotions and she's just pouring Uh it out to God. And I think that that is an element of prayer that we also want to see in our lives, Mm -hmm. being real and authentic with God, knowing that he knows it all and sharing Mm -hmm. in that kind of way. Yeah, that's such a this such a powerful example of uh of just real raw human emotion, right? And just just bringing it to God, no script, right? Or or really any plan. It just looks like she was just com- in complete sore, right? And just needed to offload. I love what Eli said at the very end, right? When she explained herself, mm-hmm. right? Go in peace, right? Right? Yeah. He understood that, like you know what, this is not orthodox and there are very orthodox people right in that day mm-hmm. uh, but for him to kind of go to her level right and realize yeah god god hears right may the god of israel grant you the request and then and then she leaves after right and she feels relieved and comforted at that absolutely so, yeah this is a powerful story yeah i think when we look at it we want to recognize that there's not just one way to pray mm-hmm. and so we want to have those times when we're just pouring out our heart and being really real and authentic with God. Yeah. But there's also great benefits to sitting down and finding a passage of scripture and praying that Mm -hmm. out, or going to a book of prayer or a devotional and using that and finding some different ways Mm -hmm. to pray. Something, sometimes even when we might sit down and write out our thoughts or write out a prayer or compose Mm -hmm. a a poem or or something (laughs) like that, but putting our thoughts out. Um, Mm -hmm. But sometimes where it's more structured, and other times when it's more that free-flowing. But we want to have both. Mm -hmm. There's a great quote uh, by C.S. Lewis, and it's in his book, Letters to Malcolm, and it's part of uh, the second letter in there, where he says, A few formal, ready-made prayers serve me as a corrective of, well, let's call it cheap. (laughs) And I think sometimes we can be maybe a little too informal all the time with God. Mm -hmm. Uh, And we get used to like, I'm just going to pour out all my mess and I'm just going to talk to you. But I think there is something beneficial of uh, going back to recognizing, wait, who God is Mm -hmm. and adoring him and worshiping him and having that reverence for him. And even to where we have 
some of these prayers that other people have prayed that kind of point us in some mm-hmm. of these directions uh, so that we have a, a more rich and mm-hmm. full and vibrant prayer life. Yeah, yeah, I agree for sure. All right, all this brings us to the very end where we're talking about what does this mean for us? Uh, and it's that we have so many great examples of prayer in the Bible. Mm-hmm. And we have the outline of the Lord's Prayer that really helps us to understand what to pray. And that we can, like Hannah, pour out our heart to mm-hmm. the Lord and we'll never run out of things to pray about, especially mm-hmm. when we're taking scripture and returning it to yeah. God Turning in it to God. prayer. That's a good one. Well, why don't we uh, close this teaching time? as we always do with a prayer. Yeah, with a prayer. It works. So, Father God, we just thank you so much for your word that teaches us how to pray. We thank you that we can look to those heroes of faith throughout the Bible. We can read the prayers that they prayed, times when they're having a conversation, a back and forth with you, times when they are in great need and in great anguish, or even so discouraged that they want to die, and yet they're turning that into a prayer to you. And God, may we be those who, no matter what season we're in, no matter what we're facing, that we don't just keep it to ourselves, but we turn it into a Mm -hmm. prayer to you. Mm -hmm. And Jesus, would you help us to follow your outline, the Lord's Prayer? Mm -hmm. God, that we would have that adoration, that we would have that praise, that thanksgiving to you that we would yield to your authority and to your will, but God, that we would be faithful to present our petitions, those things we're asking for, to come to you. God, would you help us to pray about our relationships and help us to be in right relationship with people? And God, help us to have that aspect of spiritual warfare, to recognize that there's an enemy, that there are things that want to pull us in the wrong direction. And God, we need to stay close to you and we need your help in every area of our life. And so, God, we know that sometimes our prayers are going to be messy, but they're going to be authentic. Mm. And that there is also times when we can set aside time to seek you, to approach you in that reverence, that adoration, to show you that great respect that you deserve, God, that keeps us from being too cheeky when it comes to our Mm. prayers. We just thank you for this, Jesus, and pray these things in your name. Amen. Amen. Awesome. Well, today I am joined once again by Paul Nguyen. Thank you so much uh, for taking the time, not just to be here for yeah. our teaching, but also to be here for the interview portion thank of you. the podcast and to talk with me more about prayer. Sweet. Yeah, it's super fun. All right. First question that uh, I've been asking is, Paul, what does prayer look like in your life and how do you pray? Uh, Well, I like to view my prayer life almost as a journey. Mm -hmm. Like I've, I pray differently now than I prayed a couple years ago or a few years ago. Uh, So I just seen it's kind of evolved throughout the years, whether I've learned something new. in the scriptures, or is there just something on my mind? So cur- currently, right now, I've been, um, I've kind of had a mixture of like I do very casual prayers, but I've also been really interested in some of this uh, like theophostic pr- 
prayer, like okay. praying through the scriptures or mm-hmm. looking at different prayer books and kind of just like reading through it. Um, not consistently, but it's definitely been like wetting my appetite and I've kind of seen myself shift more into that. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, and so what does that look like for you? Like, um, you were saying like you have some times of more casual prayer. Mm-hmm. Like, is that just like as you're out on the go, yep. like kind of just thinking, is that something you say out loud or? Yeah, that could just be, uh, um, like if I'm in the car or if I'm going for a run, mm-hmm. um, it will just kind of be like, like in my mind, right? Sure. Um, depending on what I'm feeling or, or it could be what I'm struggling or going through. Mm-hmm. Uh, or even if I'm kind of like, if I'm, no- if I notice something that may be like a God moment or seeing something beautiful, I'll be like, oh, hey. God, I, I acknowledge that. I see that. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, that's kind of, those are kind of just like, I just like my, like my bag of random, sure. random prayers, but just like things I just kind of notice. Yeah. Yeah. So those are kind of my more casual prayers, if that makes sense. Yeah. And then when you're sitting down and you're kind of taking some time mm-hmm. and you're, you're doing this theophastic kind of prayer, what does that look like? Like do you, have, you have books? Yeah. There's a couple, there's a couple books that I've been kind of, uh, reading through mm-hmm. um, on theophastic prayer, and uh, there's like a, they have they they break it down kind of into like um, just a list of like I guess like um, questions of reflection. Okay, right. So, so that kind of like leads you, yes. kind of guides you through your prayer time. Yeah, and uh, sometimes I'll uh, me and my uh, wife will go through it. We'll just uh, I'll just like read a a portion or a part right then we'll kind of think about that right Mm. and then like uh for example there'll be a part where just like what's something in your day that gave you peace right Mm. we'll reflect on that and then the end of that um our moment of reflection then will be a part where we will like give it to god okay right yeah it it, it didn't just have to be peace it could be like stress or um yeah different elements but we always kind of then give it back to god at the very end. So that's kind of an example of our theophastic prayer, so to speak. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, was there a time in your life when you started to pray or had a change in how you prayed? So you, you talked about mm-hmm. like, this is more recent and yeah. you're kind of on this journey. Uh, but let's talk about kind of earlier. Uh, did you grow up praying? Uh, and mm-hmm. when did kind of prayer be something uh, that you embraced in your life? Well, I think that it was definitely during my my childhood. We kind of just followed mom and dad's lead with prayer. They would do family prayer times at the meal mm-hmm. or at different, uh, like, uh, I think on Monday we had like a family prayer once a week. And so we kind of just followed along and we we were just, I guess, being obedient. Sure. But it wasn't necessarily, I didn't feel like any inspiration or tug of the holy spirit mm-hmm. it wasn't until kind of later on where i began to i guess just uh realize the benefits of prayer and kind of making it my own mm-hmm. no longer part of like my family or right. or their traditions or what they do but really kind of taking on that identity mm-hmm. that made it more sincere and uh kind of it started working for me mm-hmm. but that being said i really appreciated those times of when i was praying with my parents uh sometimes it was unwilling but I really appreciated kind of the structure and the foundation that was being laid out. Mm-hmm. So when I did start owning up to my own prayers, that was kind of a good base to jump from, if that yeah makes sense. Mm-hmm. 
have you given any thought kind of to like the future for your family mm-hmm. uh, and uh, as you have children, what that might look like? Would you follow what the same example that you mm, saw from yeah. your parents or is there something similar? Have you given that any thought? Yeah, we have. We kind of with a with a with a new baby and our, our little family starting off fresh. It definitely uh, we definitely talked about how we're going to introduce like prayer life into our family and how mm-hmm. our our son will be able to appreciate it and i think it'll kind of be like a bit of an evolution of what my folks uh how our folks introduced it to us uh we have started praying with him mm-hmm. nightly and kind of yeah what we think he would a prayer he would even though he he's only six months old but something right. that he would appreciate right and something sure. that he would you know understand in the future right so yeah that's kind of where we're starting off with kind of something fresh and new and yeah but keeping some of that old stuff right mm-hmm. some of the old traditions that we grew up with mm-hmm. uh, so as we in our lesson today we were going over talking about what do we pray how do you personally kind of decide and determine what you're going to pray about at any time so when you're you're driving or you're having kind of that casual prayer mm-hmm. is it just whatever comes to mind when you're sitting down you've got the book um, but yeah, how do you decide and determine what to pray about? Yeah, I think it's, it's, it's kind of mixed. It's when, when I'm doing that casual prayer, it's really what's on my mind. Um, and that could be like something that's been bothering me or mm-hmm. it could be something I noticed, right? I'm kind yeah. of, a, I'm a real kind of like nature guy. So mm-hmm. like, I really like highlighting different things that I think is what's God's creation or what, what just kind of, you know, puts good vibes in me, right? And I just, I've been really trying to kind of acknowledge that to God, right? Mm -hmm. In that casual sense. Yeah. Uh, When I'm sitting down and kind of actually taking some time to, uh, to pray, it's, it's, I guess it's kind of just following the, like, whatever, like, like prayer book I'm reading. Right. Or if I'm going through like the Bible, then it's kind of whatever the psalmist Mm -hmm. is praying about or something like that. And I think that actually is more a bit of a, like, it's a, prayer study time if mm-hmm. that makes sense it's kind of more concentrated yeah right i'm thinking a bit more whereas some of that you know free-flowing prayer it's kind of just whatever i'm feeling mm-hmm. but when it's that sitting down time it's i'm actually kind of maybe engaging more brain power into sure. what i'm praying about so do you find that in your prayer life would there be more like would there be more free-flowing prayer or would the structured times kind of be more of your prayer life like if you kind yeah, of okay. look at it is it one or the other is it 50 50 like what does that look like for you well i think currently still it's it's still a bit more of that free-flowing mm-hmm. prayer that ongoing conversation with god yeah. um like right now i'm kind of in that prayer journey so it's kind of more just transitioning into like well i'd like to do more of this theophastic prayer and kind of mm-hmm. sitting down and uh, embracing some of that so i feel it's kind of a yeah i'm 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 me and my family are kind of in the midst of like a change, a transition. Sure. Um, yeah, and that makes sense for season of life. Yeah, and, and I, I really like how you use the word journey. Mm-hmm. And as we're talking about what that looks like in our life, recognizing that we're going to be in in different seasons. Mm-hmm. And if we're coming to that idea of trying to pray without ceasing, always be praying. There's there's so much that we can be praying about, yeah, taking like what that. we're seeing uh, like and that. turning it. And directing it to God as a prayer, then yeah, there's going to be times where it's going to be easier to just have that free flowing casual time. And mm-hmm. then other seasons of life where it's going to be easier to carve out 
hey, I'm going to sit down and yeah. I'm gonna take this time to pray. Uh, and yeah, being able to adjust between those as you go along mm-hmm. in the journey. Yeah. And I think definitely a new change of life with becoming now a family and having a child has definitely kind of made me reevaluate how I pray, right? And kind of, I'm looking at more structured things um, that would benefit not just like me alone, but like mm-hmm. the entire family, mom, dad, and baby. Sure. Well, I think like having uh, a book or something like you're saying that kind of guides you, it probably leads you to pray about things that you wouldn't otherwise have come to mind in that casual kind of uh, prayer. Yeah. Like, because you may not just come across something. Like if you're out in nature and it's automatically kind of turning to like, man, I love this God. This makes me think of how awesome you are. Uh, Mm -hmm. But it, it may not cause you to pause and to think about, what's giving me peace today Yeah, or uh, something else that might come up in a book. And I think there's value in that mm-hmm. as well, right? Being challenged and taken in different directions that you may not otherwise find yourself uh, praying about. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely, I, I agree with that. Yeah, for sure. Um, there's just so much wisdom uh, in a lot of these, these books too, and uh, in the Bible and in, mm-hmm. uh, in some of these devotionals that people have put in a lot of thought and wisdom and really kind of pick something. So it's, it's great to kind of look into that and be inspired that way. So with how you're kind of describing what your prayer life looks like, uh, do you find that you end up praying about the same things kind of each day? Or would you say that there's like a lot of variation between what you're praying about from day to day? Like the structured kind of Just in any, life, any part of prayer. Because kind of like what you're, like as we talked about today, uh, like in the lesson, um, if we look at the Lord's Prayer, mm-hmm. right, and we we use that as a guide, then we might find ourselves, we're always thanking God to start. We're always going to be going to mm-hmm. his authority and yielding our authority to him. Yeah. And so if we're following like a guide like that, we might find that our prayers are kind of hitting the same topics or in the mm-hmm. same direction or kind of in the same order where there are other times where, yeah, we're kind of bouncing from thing to thing. And so in your life, uh, do you find that there's a lot of similarity from day to day, or is it a lot of variation? Oh, I think it's, uh, um, it's kind of, a, I guess, a bit of both. Like, it's, uh, like, I think a lot of the, my prayers almost entail like that. It's, it's kind of like a narrative, right? It mm-hmm. has your beginning, your middle, and end. And that's what I, I do see in the Lord's Prayer. And yeah. some just may highlight things more than others, like, praise mm-hmm. or like adoration yeah for example so uh, that's kind of i i guess when i do pray that's that's what i see my prayers kind of looking like like it's just it, it is a bit of a narrative like even with sure. the some of these theophostic prayers yeah right or red ones it's like well yeah this is kind of like my beginning middle end it's mm-hmm. it's a story i'm relaying to god right yeah. and then even with my these free flow and you know uh yeah chill vibe prayers like mm-hmm. it's still kind of a bit of a story that i'm talking to god right i think that's really interesting because i would probably say that a, a fair number of my prayers look very similar mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. even if i if i'm writing them out or if i'm uh like journaling out my prayers i could probably flip back pages and pages and see it's me praying i'm praying for my wife i'm praying yeah, for my kids yeah, yeah. i'm praying into these same things kind of over and over again uh but i i do love uh this element of this free flowing kind of this idea of man, I see something and I pray for it. And we mm-hmm. know people like that who kind of just stop and 
something's happening, they see something and they start to pray about it. Yeah. And uh, I think that you're going to find a lot of variation as you're praying Mm -hmm. through these different things throughout the day uh, that may, uh, sometimes that repetition is good, but other times it's great to, to have some of these. And this kind of ties into, uh, because I know that you are uh, a very creative person. (laughs) You're an artist. Uh, you, you do (laughs) a creative job, um, here at the church. Uh, and so how do you see that kind of creativity showing up in your prayer life? Mm. Like you're not necessarily going out and and painting and praying at the same time, or maybe you're not, uh, techno dancing (laughs) and praying, or maybe you are, uh, but what, what does that kind of creative element, do you see that in your prayer life? Yeah. Well, it's interesting. You brought up journaling, I think for a good number of years uh, a lot of my journal entries were prayer points right Mm -hmm. i was kind of having a bit of a devotion to god but i look at them now i'm like wow these are actually kind of like laid out prayers that i was doing right so i think a lot of my creativity reflects that through uh through my journaling Mm -hmm. um and in this season is kind of interesting i've actually started like um uh just writing uh, illustration or uh, drawing, sketching out illustrations. Okay. Um, that kind of reflect uh, what I'm going through and mm-hmm. what I'm praying about. Okay. Right? Just sketches in my in my sketchbook, and um, I've been looking at them like, wow, that's kind of like this is my prayer for the day. It's just it's an image, right? Right. Yeah. That reflects so much of either what I'm appreciating in nature or some God moment I've seen mm-hmm. or something like that. But like I'm taking that work and I'm just giving that up as an element of prayer. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that was kind of like, uh, that. I, I think that's a really interesting question. Um, and yeah, I can definitely see myself praying through my journaling mm-hmm. and now kind of praying through these like little sketches that I've been making on a daily basis, but um, definitely every so often, I'm just, I just get that inspiration or that desire to be like, this is like a great way for me to communicate to God mm-hmm. by illustrating a like, a little picture. Yeah, I love that happening. because yeah, it's it's not probably something that immediately comes to mind when we're thinking you about, think about it. Prayer. Yeah, but I think with whatever kind of creative endeavor that we're we're kind of going through as we're thinking about it, as we're processing, as we're drawing or painting or whatever it can be, we can turn those things and direct it to God. We can turn it into a prayer, mm-hmm. and uh, we can do that in any sort of work that we're doing as well, right? Like. Uh, because a lot of people talk about while they're driving that they're praying, or mm-hmm. if you're doing uh, the kind of work where you can kind of uh, you're doing it with your hands, but you're you could be thinking about something else, or maybe you'd be listening to something else. But there's an opportunity there to turn that time into a time of prayer, mm-hmm. into communicating with God, not just thinking about things and processing through things on our own, but yeah, having that become yeah. a prayer time, a connection to God. And even being able to listen while our hand is busy sketching mm-hmm. or painting mm-hmm. or doing something else. So I, I think that's a really great thing uh, for us to consider. Uh, for those of us that are creative and like to do these types of things and seeing how prayer could be a part of that. Yeah. 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 It's really cool. I, I really enjoyed that. Kind of something new I, I picked up too. It's like, wow, that's, that's great. God can use that too. Well, yeah. Paul, thank you so much. It's been so thank great you. to yeah, hear from you fun. and to have you share. Thanks for mm-hmm. helping me with the teaching today and I being a part it. of this interview as well. Awesome. Thank you very much.
Teach Me Too is a presentation of Eastside City Church. It is produced, recorded, and edited by Josh Pegeling, Josiah Regundin, and Paul Nguyen.